Hard Feelings by Mark Coggins is a bang bang thrill ride, says best-selling author Seth Harwood, who adds that the lead character of Winnie is a female Jack Reacher. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Chapter 6. Reardon. I gestured with a luger toward the front door. Go ahead and answer it, Ray, I said in an undertone. These trailers open with a sneeze. They wouldn't be knocking if they wanted to play rough. Just remember, you don't know anything about Winnie, and I'm not here. Ray grunted and handed me the transceiver, which I put in the pocket of my hoodie. Okay, he said, but you two have some explaining to do. Winnie crouched behind the half wall that partitioned the kitchen from the living room. I moved to the hinge side of the door and pressed myself against the wall. Ray put the chain on the door and opened it a crack. Light from the porch flooded across the living room floor. Kind of late to be calling, isn't it? said Ray through the opening. Our apologies, sir, said an officious voice from the other side. We are with Southern California Edison. We're investigating an urgent issue with the smart meters in the complex. Smart meters? Yes, sir. As you may know, smart meters transmit usage data via radio to the utility. They were recently installed in the complex, and now we are experiencing interference with our signal. What's that got to do with me? The guy with the officious voice chuckled in a phony way. Ha! Well, sir, we couldn't help but notice the large antenna outside your house, the creative paint job, and the fact that there's a transmission at the same frequency coming from the vicinity. How do you know that? Trust us, sir. It's our job to detect transmissions that might interfere with our meters. Well, I know a little something about electronics and... The device my co-worker is holding up is a sniffer we use for this purpose. The needle on the proximity meter is pegged right now. Ray took a step back from the door and combed his fingers through his beard. What frequency? 2.4 gigahertz. Okay, I know what's going on. He shoved the door closed. Wait, sir, pleaded the now muffled voice. We're not finished here. Hold your horses, said Ray, loud enough to be heard on the other side. To me, he whispered. They're tracking Winnie's transceiver. I'll get something to confuse them, but you've got to take the cover off the transceiver and be ready to pull the battery. When, I said. You'll know. The guy outside pounded on the door. Sir, we need to talk with you. Give me a minute. I'll be right back, yelled Ray, and he trotted off like a demented elf towards his bedroom. I hustled over to Winnie and told her to lie on the floor behind the partition. When I pulled the battery, she needed to be prone like before. She hissed something about letting that geezer order us around, but I didn't stay long enough to hear her out. I hurried back to the lab, grabbed the screwdriver, and removed the pair of screws to the transceiver cover. 
I nearly collided with Ray when I returned to the front room. He was carrying, of all things, a model airplane and a remote controller. We'll tell them the signal is coming from my remote control, he whispered as I resumed my station. Ray put his airplane down on the carpet where they could see it when he reopened the door. I put my Luger on the carpet too and got ready to pull the battery on the transceiver. By now, I had a pretty good idea of what Ray was planning. Here I am, he said as he pulled the door open, holding the remote controller in front of him. He took a sudden step back, and I saw surprise on his face. Whoa, he said. What's that for? A beat went by. I'm sorry, sir, said the guy with the officious voice. We were afraid you might have gone to get a firearm. But what are you doing with a gun? It's not a gun. It's a taser. We are authorized to carry them. Unfortunately, some of our customers have had very strong reactions to the smart meter program. If you say so. There, I've put it away. Please accept our apologies. What is that? It's a remote control for my model airplane. Ray pointed at the plane behind him. I could tell he was making sure to stay in my line of sight. It must be the source for the interference you measured. What frequency is it transmitting on? 2.4 gigahertz, same as you said. I see. But that's not a frequency that's typically used for RC planes, is it? Ray dipped his head. No, it's not. I built the remote control myself. As I said, I'm an electrical engineer. In fact, I built the avionics for several aircraft. The F-4... That's great, sir. Are you transmitting now? Yes. I was checking the trim on the ailerons before the plane's maiden flight tomorrow. Very exciting. Can you turn off the remote controller so we can verify that it is the source of the signal we're detecting? Sure. This was my cue. As Ray went through the motions of flicking a switch on the controller... I fumbled the battery out of the transceiver. I heard a new voice from outside say, That's got it. Signal's gone. Sir, said Mr. Officius, would you turn it on again, just to be certain? Ray nodded and went through the motions of turning the switch back on. I had more trouble getting the leads attached to the battery than I had pulling them off, and even after I got them attached, I was worried I hadn't made good contact. After several wrenching moments where nothing was said, the other guy on the porch pitched in. On again. The needle's pegged. See? said Ray. I told you. You did indeed. I am glad we found the source of the interference. May I suggest that you switch to a different frequency so you don't interfere with the smart meters? Happy to. I'll just change out the crystal. Ray smiled and pointed back to his plane. Since you're here, would you like to see me put my baby through its paces? On the ground, of course. Have to wait until tomorrow to get it airborne. No, thank you, sir. We'll let you get back to your pre-flight prep. One last question. Have you seen any other visitors at the trailer park recently? Two men in a white van? Ray brought his hand up to comb his beard again. No, summer's the slow season. All the snowbirds are gone. Hardly anybody here right now. Okay, we'll let you go now. Thank you again. Good night. Night.
Ray pushed the door closed and grinned at me as we listened to two pairs of feet going down the steps to the porch. Would you like to see me put my baby through its paces? I mimicked in an undertone. What? he said. You think I was gilding the lily? Winnie stood up behind the partition. Shellacking the turd would be more accurate. You have been listening to No Hard Feelings, a finalist for the Forward Reviews Book of the Year Award. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Thank you.